People are interesting, complex, yet simple creatures. And in describing people, we peel back a person's mask, overlook the judgments that they may have against them, and get a glimpse into why they are the way they are. Some might call it a character sketch, but here it's just describing a person. This is a work of fiction, or is it? Even if you've never been cursed, let alone visited a haunted place, everyone has ghosts that torment them, our memories. For Olivia Quist, it seemed to be the time she didn't do something, when she felt she should have, when she continued on with everything in her told her to stop. Like that time years ago in her teens, she was in the car with her dad, and they drove past a cardboard box on the side of the road. All she could imagine were kittens piled on top of each other, frightened, hungry, frantic. The unknown contents of that box still haunted her. Another ghost was from a time in a supermarket, when she was in line to buy groceries, and outside the large windows on the other side of the parking lot by the burger joint, a woman and child were pulling out garbage bags from the dumpster, grouping through them. The people in line with her sneered at them. One called them trash. Another said it was all for show to get sympathy. They were scamming us. If they only got a job. Olivia looked around the building, filled with packaged food, sitting serenely until bought or expired. She paid for her bill, saying nothing, and hurried out to her car with her bags. She was haunted by that. There was a morning run that she passed a man in a nice suit, crying, sobbing, just standing there on the sidewalk. She kept running, and now his wails and shaking body would return to haunt her. As the ghosts piled one on top of the other, one day she chose to do something about those moments. She called them the ignored, and she decided to stop ignoring them. So she stopped. She tried to help, tried to do something, but soon she found that it never felt like enough. In fact, more piled on, and the amount of time she needed to stop overwhelmed her. She was drowning in an already drowning world. On her way to work one day, she passed a cardboard box on the side of the highway. The lid had a large rock on it to keep it closed. She pulled over, backed up down the shoulder, and jumped out. A limp dog with a gnarled up left eye, floppy soft ears, and the lines of her bones protruding from her fur lie inside. She called in sick, took the dog to the vet, and laid her home. Over that week, she learned from praying the dog would make it that you can't control everything, you can't fix everything. Do what you can do, but don't drown yourself. That was a year ago. Once healthy, the dog grew to be a large, lovable pit bull. They were a sight together. Olivia was what people would describe as small, delicate, with thick gold hair matching the color of her dog. They were inseparable. 
a week ago on their morning run together. A huge dog came barreling up to them, teeth bared, barking, growling, and in a moment of panic, her gentle giant took off running, leash trailing behind. Olivia chased, coaxing, yelling, commanding, until she completely lost sight of her one-eyed pup. She sat down in the grass, crying. People passed her, looking, but ignoring. She put out flyers, posted obnoxiously online, called the shelters daily, well, hourly to be honest, and nothing. A week later, she got a voicemail from a man saying he might have found her dog. She called back immediately, but he was careful with what he said. He wanted her to describe the dog. She did. He asked her her dog's name. Maya Emily Victoria Harriet Baxter. The tag says Maya Baxter, he said. Well, yeah, she said. There's no way I could fit all of that on that little tag. So she convinced him, which actually made her feel better that he was so cautious. They exchanged info, and they decided to meet her, Maya, Noah Wallace, at a park downtown. Make sure you stay tuned for part three. Before I head into the outro, I wanted to say a big thank you to everyone for your show of support and your patience. If you don't know, I couldn't record this episode for last week's Tuesday because I got sick and I lost my voice. And when I did try to speak, I ended up just coughing up a storm. It was not fun. So I postponed it for this week. And I just like to thank the recording gods for editing because I still have a cough, but I'm able to edit it out. Anyways, with that said, thank you, thank you, thank you. Describing People is written by me, Sarah Kaliski. And the music on this episode is by one of my favorite artists, which I seem to be using a lot lately, Ketza. You can check out more of his awesome music on his website, ketsamusic.com. I'll put more info about him and a link to his site in the description of this episode. And the music in the intro is from the song Metro's Breathing by the artist Costa T. You can find out more about him and his work in the description as well. And if you've enjoyed this episode at all, please subscribe for more. And if you can, rate or review it wherever you're listening. This show is hosted on Anchor. If you're listening on Anchor, make sure to hit the favorite button, and thank you for being part of my community. You can also stalk this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username DescribingPPL. I'm Sarah, and again, thank you for listening and staying with me. Stay kind, wise, and beautiful. Cheers! <laughs>